Good morning and happy Sunday to all of our HOD podcast listeners. We are back here this Sunday morning once again, bringing you guys another praise-filled, power-packed podcast for your listening pleasure. And we hope and pray that you all are doing well today. Um, we pray that you all are in good spirits uh, and everyone is doing just fine. We uh, want to send a special shout out to uh, the House of Deliverance Church family. Uh, we love you guys and we appreciate you for continuing to push uh, to push us to make sure that uh, uh, we know that the podcast is loved and appreciated. And we definitely want to send a special shout out to all of our uh, faithful podcast listeners. We love and appreciate you all for continuing to make this podcast a success. Uh, to all of our new listeners, we welcome you. Uh, and we thank you for taking out time to uh, push that play button and see what this podcast is all about. Um, uh, all of our known podcast listeners and even the ones who might listen in secret, we appreciate you for hitting that button. And we hope that this is not the last time that you jump. Uh, jump in and you know just have a little church with us here at the HOD podcast Um, we are in preparation for our service on next Sunday Uh, our services begin at House Deliverance Ministries at 10 a.m. on the second and fourth Sunday of the month Uh, currently uh, we know that our pastor said that he is uh, to expand our Sunday service schedule, uh, but we are still currently having service on the second and the fourth Sunday of each month. Uh, our services again begin at 10 a.m. Uh, the address is 3039 Fair Road here in Goldsboro. Uh, we would love to see your face in the place. So if you're free on next Sunday, come on through and enjoy Jesus with us. As I always say, I can promise you, you will not leave the same as you came. And we know that we are not the only ministry that God ministers through, but we know for a fact that he does minister in our church ministry. Uh, So if you're free, come on by. Uh, I promise you'll enjoy yourself. You will have a hand clapping, toe tapping, might even have a little uh feet dancing time um but you will definitely enjoy yourself you will be encouraged and you will receive a word from the lord Um, we uh also want to continue to keep our podcast prayer list going forward uh continue to keep queen red and her husband in your prayers um he uh is improving thank god Um, And we know that she is very appreciative of those who are sending out a word of prayer uh, for strength for her and also um, for healing for her husband. Um, So continue to keep them in your prayers. Also continue to keep our sisters, uh, Nicole Reed and Crystal Harden in your prayers um, as they continue to go forward um, with their treatments. Uh, and also their healing. Uh, Definitely continue to keep our children who are in school 
in your prayers. Um, we also want to continue to pray uh, for the teachers who are at the schools. Um, keep our law enforcement in your prayers. Um, and also um, those who are working uh, with the public. We know that some people um, consider the ones who are working with the public, those that uh, have to deal <laughs> uh, with outside folks on a regular basis. Um, sometimes we are the targets that they decide that they want to uh, spew their venom towards. Um, but definitely keep those who are working in the medical field, law enforcement, uh, customer service, uh, our banks, all of us that get fussed at on a regular basis. Keep us in your prayer, y'all. We uh, we definitely need it. Uh, and we definitely appreciate it. Uh, but continue to pray one for another. All of our ministries, all of our churches, pastors, ministers, those who bring forth the word uh, that God will continue to direct and use us uh, for his will and for his glory and not our own. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope that you are ready. We have a wonderful podcast prepared for you here this morning. So, as always, sit back, relax, kick your feet up for as long as you can. I hope you got your church socks on so you can slide in your kitchen this morning as we prepare ourselves to get all the way into this podcast. So, let's get it. Y'all, I wish I had a voice. Y'all gonna have to help me tonight. So says, nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. When I was in, you brought me over. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. Nobody but you, Lord. Sing y'all. Nobody but you. Nobody but you, Lord. When I was in trouble, you brought me home. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. Nobody but you. Nobody but you, Lord. Nobody but you. When I was in trouble, you brought me home. Nobody but you, Nobody but you. Put your hands on it, everybody. Oh, 
you brought me on when I was in trouble. You brought me on when I was in you brought me on when I was in trouble. You when I was in trouble. You brought me on when I was in trouble. You brought me on when I was in trouble. You brought me on when I was in trouble. You brought me on. Nobody but you. Nobody but you.
Lay your hands on me. Just one touch from the Lord. Just one touch can heal my diseases. We don't need another house. We don't need another car. We don't need another money. I don't need another land. Only thing I need is a touch from God. Is a touch from God. Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help. Other help I know. If thou withdraw, that's just from thee. Tell me where. Where shall I go? What shall I do? Where shall I go? What shall I do?
Isaiah 54 and 17.
take your Bibles in your hand, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26. We say Happy New Year to everybody who is here. We greet you in the name of the Lord, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Once you find it, if you can stand to your feet to honor the reading of God's Word. Matthew chapter 26, right at verse 26, 26, 26, Matthew 26, verse 26. Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. He took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them saying, drink of it all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew with you in my father's kingdom. Amen. Take your seats. Not going to be before you long. Just... For a few minutes, I want to talk about the meal that heals. The meal that heals. Uh, I, I don't know if you would exactly call this a sermon as much as you would call this a teaching and an impartation. And I hope you would take notes and listen uh, as we start this year off. One of the things that I, I loved um, about going to seminary when I was in seminary was how it got you back in touch with the original context and the original history of the Bible and introduced you to original meanings of many things that were were written in the Bible. One of the uh, unfortunate things that has happened in the modern church and in the westernized uh, coloring of the church uh, is that early truths that were once believed and practiced by first and second century believers were gradually removed and replaced by traditions of religious leaders who wanted things to be more their way than God's way. Isn't it interesting that this this adding to what God said is, is not something new. That we think that that's something new that we add stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the Lord. That, that's not new. They, they started that whenever the church got organized, leaders began to reinterpret and add on do's and don'ts in order to fit their own selfish needs for being comfortable. So now we end up with laws and rules that have nothing to do with God, salvation, or ministry but everything to do with our own selfish propensities and proclivities that they were then as many are now committed to the institution but not committed to Christ and as a result some of the power of the practices of the early church have been lost and one of those such things is what we do today is the Lord's Supper or the Holy Communion when we think of this table now when we observe it now we talk about it being a reminder of the death of Jesus for the penalty of sins of the world and how this table serves to remind us of what he did for us but y'all so much has been added to this that ain't have nothing to do with it 
when you should do it. If you don't do it on the first Sunday, you're not doing it right. If you're not doing it every month, you're not doing it right. Nobody's saying anything. What the table ought to look like. Who should be the ones giving it out? Don't lay nothing on the table. We, we've, we've put so much stuff into this that now we've lost the power of what really happened on that night. Uh, give me about 15 minutes. You, you've got to remember who they were and where they were. They were Jews and they were at the feast of the Passover. Uh, there, there, there are a few words we use to describe this table. I don't know if we really understand what they mean and what they imply for us. One of those words we use all the time is the word sacrament. That church says sacrament. Yeah, the sacraments are those things that we think uh, is the bread and the drink, but we don't really understand. The word sacrament is a Latin term. And they got that term, the early Catholic church, watch me now, got that term from the military. Because a sacrament was the oath that a soldier took to be faithful to his commander. <laughs> so that when you take the sacrament, what you are doing is taking an oath to tell your commander and chief that no matter what comes your way, you will always be loyal. The sacrament is not just something you take about the body and blood of Jesus Christ. But when you take the sacrament, you are saying to the Lord, you are my commander. And no matter what comes my way, no matter what struggles I have, no matter what temptations come my way, no matter what gets in the way, I will always be loyal to you because I'm grateful for what you did for me. Yeah, the, the other thing we call it, we call it the Eucharist. Let the church say Eucharist. Yeah. Yeah. Some of y'all tried to say it. It's, it's a Greek term that means to give thanks. Mm -hmm. So that every time you come to this table, you ought to come saying, thank you. Okay, thank you, because you didn't have to die for me, but you did. Thank you, because with everything I did, I ought to suffer the penalty for myself. Thank you that you sent your son to die for me before I even messed up, knowing that when I got here, I was going to mess up. Thank you that while I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. You ought not ever get to the point where you think you earned the table or you work for the table. But when you know you are a sinner saved by grace, every time you see the table, you'll say, God, I thank you. I wish I had some folk in here today who could just say, God, thank you today. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that you keep me. Thank you that you hold me. Thank you that you sustain me. Thank you that you cover me. Thank you that you love me in spite of me. I dare you just to say thank you. The other term we use for this table is communion. Found something interesting, preachers, that that word communion, the Greek word communion comes from the same word koinonia. Huh. 
We think in our westernized definition, koinonia means fellowship. It's, it's deeper than that. Koinonia means intimate partnership. <laughs> yeah. That when I come to the table, I come to the table with people with whom I have an intimate partnership with. Which means I can't come to the table acting like I'm an enemy of somebody who's at the table with me. Okay, gonna get rough now. All right. I, I can't come to the table and be pure of heart if I come to the table knowing I haven't done people right. To talk, talk, talk to me now. That, that's why Paul said, let a man, let a woman examine him or herself and don't eat of that bread or drink of that cup unworthily because when you come to this table, you ought to be able to look around at everybody at the table and say, I'm treating him right, I'm treating her right, I'm not lying on him, I'm not gossiping about him, I'm not trying to destroy him. Uh, in intimate partnerships, it's like a spouse. A spouse is not always perfect. Amen. A spouse is not always right. To be an intimate partner doesn't mean I think you're always right. But to be an intimate partner means I know how to handle you when you're not right. My intimate partner, when they're not right, I don't make their wrong public. When they're not right, I don't drag them through stuff that doesn't give God glory. And you ought not come to the table without practicing intimate partnership. In other words, I'm almost done. The other word, they... They say it's the Passover. It's the Passover. We, we, we all, we went to Sunday school. If you didn't start 2010, go this morning. Um, we all know what Passover is. The Hebrew nation had become slaves to the Egyptians and to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh was unwilling to release them. And so God sent all of these plagues upon Egypt. He sent 10. And the 10th one involved the death angel moving from house to house. Taking the life of the firstborn. And so to protect the Hebrews from destroying, from the destroying death angel, God required each house to place the blood of the lamb on the left, the right, and the top post of the door, and then eat all of the lamb before midnight. And when they did that, two miracles would happen. Now, I want you to un un unveil that top part, get that bread about ready. Just get the bread, don't take it, just get it about ready. Uh, yeah, you get it about ready. You're going to shout when you take this bread today. Don't take it yet. Don't take it till I tell you. But when they would put the blood on the doorposts and when they would eat the rest of the lamb, two miracles would happen. Are you, are you listening to me? There were two things that would happen when they would do that. The first thing that would happen, watch this, is that the destroying angel was restrained from entering the house marked by the blood of the lamb. <laughs> that the death angel as the death angel came through the city would pass over the house of anybody who had the blood God help me in here the angel was coming through and going through every house to kill the firstborn. But to those who had the blood of the lamb, when the death angel got to that house, it was as if the death angel knew the blood was the sign. Don't mess with that house right there. 
the blood signified covenant and covering. Watch this. Passover ought to make you shout. Because it means that you were able to live through the thing you were supposed to die in. God help me right through in here. I'm trying not to make nobody shout. But some of us have been through some things that should have wiped us out. Some of us have been through some things that should have killed us. Some of us have been through some things that should have destroyed us. See some of y'all can only shout over money because you owe stuff. But there are others of us who are just thankful that we are alive. I wish I had somebody today who could say I'm thankful that I'm alive when I know I ought to be dead. I've done enough that I ought to be dead. I drank enough. I smoked enough. I partied enough. But thank you when death came knocking on my door it saw the blood of the lamb and said they can't be touched. I tell you, just touch somebody and tell them, I'm just glad I'm alive. Oh, now that was the wrong neighbor. Tell somebody, I'm just glad I'm alive. You can shout over money and you can shout over clothes and you can shout over stuff. That's not why I'm shouting. I'm shouting because I woke up this morning in my right mind and I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. But here's the other miracle that would happen. We get ready to take this bread in a minute. <laughs> uh, they, they were to eat the lamb. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jesus said, take, eat. He said, don't do it yet. He said, take, eat. This is my body. He was the lamb of God. Um, they would eat the lamb. The book of Psalms, Psalm 105, 37, says that God brought them out of Egypt with silver and gold. And there was not one sick among them. Oh God, I feel your presence, Hollis. Uh, Yes, that when they came out, uh, uh, if there was some sick who were in, they got healed going out. Uh, um, So that, oh God, help me, here we go. When they ate the lamb, they experienced supernatural healing. God help me. I wish I had some folk that believed in healing. That when you take the body of Jesus Christ, it's not just the reminder that his body was broken for you. But by faith, when you eat the lamb, you say to yourself, I receive supernatural healing. If there's anybody sick in here today, I declare that when you take this bread, there will be supernatural healing in your body. I declare to anybody today that if you're broke, there will be healing in your finances, healing in your marriage, healing in your mind, healing of your body, healing of your children, healing of your spirit. Is there anybody in here who can say, God, I need a healing right now. I need a healing in my life. Then lift up that bread in your hand and take eat. This is the body of Jesus Christ. Eat the blood of the bread right now. And as you put it in your mouth, I dare you to say, I am healed. No, you didn't say it right. I am healed. Cancer can't have me. Arthritis can't have me. Headaches 
I dare somebody to say I'm healed. Yes. Now y'all don't. He was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we have been healed. Every time you take that bread this year, say to yourself, I'm healed supernaturally. What medicine can't do, the lamb can do. What doctors can't do, the lamb can do. What banks can't do, the lamb can do. I am healed. I dare you just lay your hand on your neighbor's shoulder and say, be healed. Be healed, be healed, be healed. Turn to somebody on the other side, tell them, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. Oh my God. If you ate the bread, touch yourself and say, I'm healed, I'm healed. I don't claim sickness, I don't claim depression, I don't claim discouragement, I am healed. Oh my. So when they ate the lamb, they experienced supernatural healing. Somebody's going to leave out of here today. And when you leave out of here, you're going to leave out of here healed. Oh my God. When somebody walks out of here today, you're going to leave out of here feeling better in your body. I know we don't like to talk about it a whole lot in the Baptist church, but I believe in the supernatural healing power of the Holy Ghost. I, I know we don't like to tread on that, but I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit to bring healing into the body right now. If I speak to cancer, I believe it's got to go. If I speak to arthritis, I believe it's got to go. If I speak to headaches, if I speak to depression, if I speak to discouragement, because I've got the lamb and I have faith, it's got to go. She got that emotion. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, pain be gone, headache be gone, nausea be gone, be gone in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Heal, heal, heal. I don't know who this is for, but somebody's in here today and you don't need the healing, but there's somebody in your family, somebody back home, you left that sick. And God told me to tell you that because you got enough faith and you're standing in the gap, he's going to allow your faith to bring healing to their body in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Then there was the cup. I'm almost done. There was the cup. Um, 
the, the way the way the story reads in the gospels it implies something that's not necessarily true because the gospels well matthew and mark say he took the cup luke says he took a cup that is very significant now remember i told you forget our westernized understanding and remember who they are they're jews jesus was a jew who practiced and believed in his jewish faith and customs during the passover there was not one cup there were four cups hmm <laughs> there were four cups there were four cups yes um, um, there are details in, in these cups each cup at the Passover identified something different about the Passover story uh, we're going to set it off in here um, I would tell you to take that lid off that drink but you better take it off and put it down because you might uh, the first cup was the cup of sanctification signifying that they were a people who had been set apart by God the second cup I'm gonna put it all together was the cup of affliction <laughs> because affliction comes with being set apart no let me say that one again the second cup was the cup of affliction because affliction comes with being set apart Jesus said in this life not you may not you might not it's possible not it's probable you shall have tribulation don't you get fooled by some of this TV preaching you had you here being saved does not make you immune to trouble being saved does not make you immune to struggle being saved does not make you immune to difficulty as a matter of fact one of the evidences of the anointing on your life are the difficulties that come in your life the difficulty is not the sign of God's embarrassment or disagreement or your disobedience but the, the difficulty sometimes is the sign of the anointing that's on your life so there was the cup of sanctification there was the cup of affliction then there was the cup of redemption signifying that God came down through Moses and delivered them mm -hmm. the last cup was what was called the cup of consummation or the Hallel cup signifying that he did not just deliver them from Egypt but he's delivering them to a promised land <laughs> oh help me Holy Spirit the first cup was the cup of sanctification they were a set apart people the second cup was the cup of affliction because it comes with being set apart the third cup was the cup of redemption because in the midst of affliction when you cannot deliver yourself God came to deliver and the fourth cup was the cup of consummation because God never comes to get you out of without having some place to take you into God help me preach in here today Holy Spirit there were four cups don't miss where I'm about to go Jesus lifted up one cup now I said to myself Holy Spirit he's a Jew I know he's got four cups why did we only see him lifting up one and the Holy Spirit said to me because what Jesus was telling them is that before now you had four cups but now since I've come you've got four things in one cup he 
said, because you've got me, I came to sanctify you. I came to redeem you. I came to keep you in affliction. But then I'm coming back to get you. And I'm taking you back to a land where there'll be no more sickness, no more heartache, no more sadness. Which means that's why you have to shout, thank you for the cup. Take that cup in your hand, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I feel your presence, God. Just repeat after me. This cup means I'm sanctified because I've been set apart. This cup means I can handle affliction because Jesus is in me. This cup means I've been redeemed because he saved me from the penalty of sin this cup means he's coming back to get me and take me back to live with him forever so now take of the blood of Jesus all of you I want you to grab somebody and tell them you're sanctified, you're redeemed, you're healed of your affliction, you've got a home and I wish I had somebody who knew how to shout, I'm sanctified, I'm different, I'm special, I'm set apart, I'm redeemed, I'm saved, I'm I wish I had somebody who shout right now I'm special I'm sanctified I'm redeemed I'm set up no I wish I had somebody who could say thank you God that I'm sanctified I'm set apart I'm redeemed and I'm on my way to glory oh I wish I had somebody who could shout over that today in the old church they shout just cause they saved I wish I had somebody who could say God I thank you that I'm saved if I don't get a job if I don't get a new house if I don't drive a new car if none of that happens thank you that I'm saved oh I thank you that I'm saved Thank you that the lamb heals me. Thank you that the blood redeems me. Thank you that the blood keeps me. Hallelujah. 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 I'm saved, hallelujah. I'm sanctified, hallelujah. I'm set apart, hallelujah. I'm on my way to glory, hallelujah. I want everybody to stand. I want everybody to stand. Oh my God. Woo. I declare supernatural healing all over this room. Woof. I stretch out the hand of my authority as a bishop in the Lord's church and I declare today healing all over this place I declare today I speak with
with authority to every sickness I call it by name cancer, HIV arthritis, depression rheumatoid arthritis whatever it might be I speak to you today I declare supernatural healing now God give us the faith to believe it because it can't just happen because somebody speaks it but give us the faith to believe it today thank you that we're saved God Thank you that we're set apart. Thank you that we live through some things that we should have died in. Hmm. And every time we come to this table, don't let us come with routine and tradition. Don't let us just come because it's time to but let us come when we're sick believing that by the time I partake I'll be healed let us come renewing our loyalty as a sacrament let us come with thanksgiving as a Eucharist let us love each other as brothers and sisters in intimate partnership and I give your name the praise <laughs> Thank you for the lamb. Oh my, thank you for the lamb. Thank you for the lamb of God. Oh, oh thank you for the lamb of God. Worthy is the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. Thank you for the lamb. Subscribe to Brother Rollins videos for Christ on YouTube. We post brand new content every week with powerful preaching from ministers and pastors all across the nation that seek to encourage people all over the world through the word of Jesus Christ. You will also find gospel songs and old-time hymns that have inspired generations of Christians. Subscribe today and hit the bell so you never miss new content. YouTube.com slash Brother Rollins. Spell it. B-R-O-T-H-A Rollins. Brother Rollins videos for Christ on YouTube. We won't... We won't have to drum up a praise ever again if everybody would just bring your thank you Jesus to church. If you will remember to pack your thank you Jesus, the praise will be automatic. And I've been telling the choir all year long, there's something about the old way. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, the way you used to give. The way you used to live, the way you used to walk, and the way you used to talk. Tell them we got to go back and do it all over again.
I don't know about you, and I don't know about you, but even through all of this, God has been good to me. And if he's been good to me, I know he's been good to you. And as a matter of fact, we're going to take some time throughout this whole service to just let you know and talk about the goodness of Jesus. Because even in the COVID, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's doing for me, not just what he's done, but all that he's doing, my soul, your soul, should cry out, hallelujah. So no matter where you are right now, if you're in your living room, if you're in your car, on your phone, on your laptop, if you can just take time and enjoy God with us today, he will be glorified. So come on and clap your hands and we have some church for a little while. Come on. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise.
podcast we hope and pray that you all have enjoyed what you've heard on this morning Uh, we pray that it has encouraged you and that it has uh, helped to prepare you for this upcoming week Um, we definitely uh, appreciate you all tuning in we do not take it for granted and we thank you all for being such faithful listeners Uh, and all of those who are first time or um, maybe this is your second time listening we thank you for tuning in Um, we hope and pray that you come back and visit us again. Hey, maybe even subscribe. Become a subscriber. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, they do have a way for you to uh, basically follow the podcast so that you get a notification each time the podcast is uploaded and you don't have to wait to see uh, if it's posted on Facebook or Instagram or if I have been able to send it out to you through Facebook Messenger. Um, But we definitely appreciate you all for tuning in. Uh, We love you guys. And as always, we will see you on the other side. Praise on the floor right here. One, two, three, come on. Who did it for you? But I realized what I was.
Because I'm still waiting for God to do it. So your confession is different. Your confession 
would sound a little like God do it again. Oh, God. 